Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. As you can tell, Ryan is very excited to be on the NFL Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast for our day two recap. Joe DeLeon, Ryan Roberts. Ryan, you seem very tired on day two. Your trip in Indianapolis is coming to an end. By the way, we're going to talk about the corners and safeties. But uh, Ryan, how, how are you feeling? That The trip's going to be over tomorrow morning. I'm fine, man. I'm fine. It's It's been a a fun but tiring week, I guess. I don't know. You know, I went out a couple nights, which is probably a bad decision, but it's also <laughs> just early mornings, media availability, a lot of articles, a lot of podcasting. It's just, it's just a lot, man. It's just a lot, you know? I mean, we're uh, we're only human. We're only human. So That was me at the Senior Bowl. Uh, I slept like three hours a night. I was going to bed at one, and then I was waking up at six. Dude. So- I, I don't want to sound unprofessional, but the first night we we went out until like two, I think. So probably got <laughs> I probably got to bed at like three, and then I got up at six because media availability was like eight a.m. the next day. I, love, I was like, shoot, man, Ryan. I love nothing more than you to be out late with the uh, the the people of the streets out there in Indianapolis. But you're <laughs> no nah, man. I was out with the real Corey Kinnon on Twitter. Oh. Follow that. The Does real he drink? I, f- I feel like he doesn't drink. He no, he drinks. He drinks. All right, well, <laughs> not to dive too deep on everyone else's personal stuff. I'm glad that you enjoyed the trip. I will be there. I'm putting this. You said this the, last year. No, you I didn't. No, no, not year. on the show. I you said, said it, it to you. Year. I said it to you off air. I didn't say it on the show. I will yeah. be there next year. But you have to come to the Senior Bowl because you told me you were coming to the Senior Bowl and you didn't come to the Senior Bowl. Joe, it, but I'm going to have two kids at that point, man. So I don't know Bring if I can them. go to both. I don't know if I can go to both, man. It probably There's so many one- babies at the combine. It's probably it's probably a one-trip decision, man. I'm just putting that out there. It's probably a one-trip don't, decision. Don't go to the uh, the All-American Bowl and problem solved. I, I mean, that's part of my job. Though. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, – I'm going to go to the East West Shrine Bowl next year. Just um, despite me. That would be yes. an easier trip for me. Um, oh, all no, right. well, we could just go to the FLPA Bowl out in Pasadena. That's a pretty easy trip for you, right? No one wants to go watch that. All right. Let's <laughs> let's talk about these guys, though. Yeah. That were in, 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 that is a hard transition of words. In, in Indianapolis. In Indianapolis yeah. for the defensive backs. Bit of a weird group because – we had some really explosive athletes in the corner group. I still don't really know who's corner one, and I don't think that's like a hot take. There's just like a fat clump of guys where it's – I think any of them can go first. And then the safeties, man, the, slave, the safeties were really freaking slow. They were so unbelievably slow, for except for a couple of guys. There were some really slow times. I'm pulling it up right now. We had a uh, – Trey Dean ran a 4.75. Rashad Torrance ran a 4.72. Jair Brown, who Daniel Jeremiah was gushing over, ran a 4.65. And then Kayvon Merriweather ran a 4.62. So we had all these, we had, there were a bunch of 4.6 guys and slower in the yep. safety group. So not the most twitchy group of individuals. There were a couple of good guys, but not very four, exciting. 4.6 four, isn't like a death sentence, though, for safety. 4.7, no. though, that's a death sentence for safety. <laughs> 
you play both Florida guys too, man? Like an SEC football program allowed both starting safeties to be four seven athletes. That happened in the SEC this year, which is wild. But I will say this, Joe. I think I do know who cornerback one is off the board, and I think he was a person that did not test today. Savon Witherspoon? Yeah, I think so, man. I think so. I'm curious to see what his numbers for his pro day are, but I just that always goes under publicized. But what is getting very publicized, and you were getting a little – a little snippy at me over text over this. Uh, Christian Gonzalez. Explain and, why. Explain why. Explain because why. I'm contradicting myself, but we're not yes. going to get into that. <laughs> but I admitted to contradicting myself. So that was where okay. it's – I'm not an asshole. I'm not going to sit here and be like, look, I know plenty – I know <laughs> – shut up. I know plenty of people that do the bit where they say one thing and then they won't admit they're wrong. I, I admit that I was off on, on my opinion on Gonzalez. I didn't think he was that athletic. I didn't think he was that, that fluid in his hip mobility which showed up in the drills in my opinion sometimes but short area quickness long speed at six foot 197 this is a guy with 32 inch arms decent length good length 438 in the 40 was his official time and then he has a 41 and a half inch vertical to go with an 11 foot broad that's silly those are silly numbers and i would not be surprised if a team does not draft him based on if there was that that grouping of Witherspoon, Porter, Gonzalez, and they bump up Gonzalez because they got to see those numbers in person. I, I don't think that Gonzalez gets out of the top 10 when it's all said and done. Really? I, but I, th- I think we see two corners in the top 10. I think Devon, De, De, Devon Witherspoon and Christian Gonzalez go in the top 10. I, I think that what we saw here was there is a there was a group of big corners – that wasn't much separation. I mean, it was se- it was separated in my opinion, but for other people, it's like Joey Porter Jr., Keely Ringo, Christian Gonzalez. What's the order? What's the order ultimately? I think Christian Gonzalez has solidified himself as the the best of the big corners in the class. The best of those six foot one and a half, six two plus corners, right? Because I mean, he has everything you need, right? I mean, he has. His testing, I think, is a good example of what he brings to the table. He's long, he's fast, explosive, and fluid. What more do you want? (laughs) That's all you need to be a good quarter in the NFL. That's all you need, right? And he also has good ball skills. I mean, he had four interceptions, I think nine pass breakups. He's had ball production. So, I mean, he admittedly, I think I had a midseason, I think when we did – talking about this or whatever. I, I had watched a couple games at that point, and I had like a early second-round grade on him. I was probably too low. I was probably too low, admittedly. He's a bet, he is a slightly better athlete than I thought as well. Slightly better. Because I remember we talked about it. I thought he was a little more athletic than you were, but I didn't think he was this type of athlete. Like I, I mean, I'd right. be lying if I said that. I would be 100% lying. But he is a elite athlete. He's long. He's started every game in his college career. There's still upside to work with because, he again, he only came out as a third-year sophomore, right? So it's not like he's an incredibly experienced football player. And in the days where we saw Joey Porter Jr. do some good but not at an elite level, and we saw Keely Ringo do one thing elite and everything else was just not great. Mm, no. I, I think that, you know, we – I think Christian Gonzalez is separating himself. I, I'm not crazy here. Joey Porter Jr. did not do the on-field drills, correct? 
I don't think so. I know he ran the four four yes. six, which is a good time. It's not a bad good time, time for him. Still- it was better than it was better than I thought. I, th- I thought he was going to be like four five to four five two. Yeah. Like it was better than I thought it was going to be. The yeah. thing that confused me, and if again, if I'm missing something, the whole day I was like, wait, is Joey Porter Jr. really not testing? I don't understand why he of all people wouldn't test because or uh, not do the drills rather. Yeah, because he that's where for for him where I believe he would have boosted his stock because I saw more fluidity and easier ability to transition than Gonzalez. And that was why Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that Gonzalez would do really well in his own scheme compared to Joey Porter, I think had a little more versatility. So that to me just is perplexing. I don't know who gave him that advice. I don't really like it unless he was dealing with some type of an injury, but I really think that Porter could have helped himself, but he didn't. So now we're sitting here talking about Gonzalez instead. Did, Did you see what Porter's arm length was? No, was it short? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. I was going to say you were saying you were. I thought you were setting no. me up for something here. What Joe, was it? So, so let me set the scene before you say it out loud, right? Because I know you're. All right, I'm pulling. I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Yeah. So he was at the podium yesterday, and I walked past him, and like you see it on film, right? So like you know yes. he's long as hell, right? Like you know he's long, but I walked like right past him, and I was like. Oh my God. <laughs> it was the longest quarter I've ever seen in my life. Like it he's got 34 inch arms with 10 inch hands. He's got 34 inch arms. And I remember I was talking to Corey yesterday. I was like, the dude's got to have at least 33 and a half inch arms has to. And he has 34 inch arms, man. Like literally he has offensive tackle length. <laughs> like, you can't talk me out of him, man. You can't talk me out of him. I, I still can, like though, Joey man, Porter more than so I like. Gonzalez. grabby, man. He's so grabby. It's, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a little grabbiness in my corners. Uh, separate from that, though, if we're talking about another long guy who I thought looked very clean in a lot of these drills, Julius Brents at six foot three is massive. He is a six huge foot kid. three and a half. I think. Oh no, no, he was just six foot three. I'm yeah, sorry, he was. He was exactly six foot three. So he wasn't six foot four like we were hoping for. But at one ninety eight, thirty four inch arms as well. He runs a four five three. So for the casuals who think that's slow, that's not. He is really not freaking small. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, he's, I thought he was going to run a 4-3. He's going to run faster. N- no, he's not going to well, run faster. That, that's that's that, a good time. That's because he had like a 41 and a half inch vert or whatever it was. Yeah, like so people, 41 people and a half, 41 and a half, 11 foot, 6 inch broad. So this is an explosive, very, very explosive athlete. And then yeah. he wasn't perfect in in the corner drills. But for how tall and leggy he is, I, I thought the guy transitioned well, transitioned very, very well. I think that this is a day two pick for his size. I know it's so freaking cliche, but like this is a Dallas Cowboy or a Seattle Seahawk. I, I it feels like that's what this is going to happen with Julius Brents. They're gonna they're gonna draft the Seattle Seahawks are gonna draft him and put him on the other side of Tariq Woolen. So you have the longest corners of all time. <laughs> crazy statue. So him and Joey Porter had the same arm length, you already mentioned, right? 34 inches. Julius Brents has an 82-inch wingspan, though, compared to 80 for Joey Porter. 82 inches, man. That's insane. <laughs> that's a, that's the same wingspan as Isaiah Foskey. <laughs> like, what, man? Oh my It doesn't God. make any sense. But it, it it's wild. And, I mean, he checked all the boxes. I, I, and honestly, we'll talk about the arm length, and we'll talk about the, the 40 and the really great vertical that he had. 11-6 broad jump is one of the most absurd things ever. I think the record is 12-3 by Byron Jones, right? So, like, yeah. he's not crazy off, right? Like, he's less than he's less than a foot off of the his best 
broad jump in combine history, and he's a 6'3 corner. So, I mean, he showed out, man. There's, there's no doubt about it. He's impressive all day. And I mean, how could you not be? How could you not be intrigued just by that by that profile? I mean, you don't see guys that big, that athletic, and have kind of the full package. Julius Brents does, and he had really good film in 2022 as yeah. well. So it kind of backs it up. Like 2022 was good. It was good film, and uh, I heard that he was a transfer from Iowa. Could you imagine if him and Riley Moss were on the same team this year? Like that would have been pretty wild. They had out, some goofy athletes on that defense, and they still stunk because of their offensive play call. I was about to say their defense didn't stink. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K. Hack, like the name of this channel, use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games, I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially, again, during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's betonline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Um, we also, just another quick uh, nod at one of the better athletes and then I want to talk about somebody who I didn't think looked, didn't test that well, but looked pretty good. Uh, Deontay Banks from Maryland. Both the Maryland corners had stupid numbers, but I thought Deontay Banks looked much better on the field. Six foot 197, 31 and 3 eighth inch arms, 435, 42 inch vertical, 11 foot 4 inch broad. So That's he's wild. a little more compact, but very fast. Very, very I mean, fast. A compact in the sense that he's only 6'1 compared to I, the 6'3, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Joe, I had uh, Corey Kinnon told me like a week before the combine, maybe two weeks before the combine. He was like, because you remember when Deontay Banks went in the first round of someone's mock? I think it was like, I forget if it was Daniel Jeremiah or if it was Dane Brugler. It was somebody reputable, though. And he was, and he went and watched him because nobody had really watched him at that point. And he was like, yo. They're right. <laughs> like you need to go watch him. But I haven't watched him yet. I still haven't watched mm. him. But Corey was like, yeah, it's a first-round pick, man. Like just off a of film. But even Corey was like, I thought he was going to run like 4-4 high, like 4-4-6, 4-4-7, like something in that ballpark. My guy showed out today. And he overshadowed the other quarter from Maryland who ran like 4-3 flat. Like it was just – how does Maryland have two of those dudes, man? That's pretty wild to Dude, think about. But Maryland will always be – one of those programs that just recruits so many athletes and then none yeah. of them 
actually live up to the hype and the expectations that everybody anticipated. It's notorious for that. I'm going to have a preseason take on a Maryland player, by the way. I can't wait for preseason scouting. It's going to oh, be fantastic. I, I can't. We're already looking ahead at preseason scouting. We're not even done yes. with this cycle. We have two months left of this cycle. <laughs> yeah. Clark Phillips, though, who this past preseason you had as a highly ranked guy, comes yep. in at 5'9", 184. He only runs a 4.51, which isn't great. And he has a 33-inch vertical. So, like, I don't know what to make of Clark Phillips because I love the tape. I think yep. the tape is great. The ball production is great. I think after seeing this and getting these numbers, I'm more inclined to go with what my initial gut thought on him was, which is that he's probably going to carve out more of a role inside at nickel. I, I really think that this is going to be a really, really elite sub package guy, but I don't know if I want him playing outside. I, I think that if a team drafts him to play outside and they're only looking at him to play outside, he's going to fall behind all of these other dudes. I, I will say though, I think he had, might have had the best drills out of any of the corners. I think he, just looked, he looked so easy, especially the gauntlet, because we knew the the ball skills that he had. Very, very easy mover. He's just not as athletic or big as some of these other guys. I mean, yeah, he's five nine, not incredible length, and I mean, like you said, he ran four five one. It's not a great time. It's not a great time. I, I was actually told by someone closest to the uh, Clark Phillips uh, side of things that. He's been running low, like four four low consistently through testing, like four four one, four four two. But the goal was to try to hit four three nine. So obviously he did not hit that goal that you know during the testing today. Joe, I, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm still trusting the film honestly on this one, man. Like I, I still think he's an outside corner that is good, that could also be a very good nickel. Like I I just. He's just a good football player, man. And I think that's why you, when you get to the field drills, you're like, he looks so good because it's just like that's his element, man. He's a better football player than he is a tester. And it's right, okay. So I'm calling you out on your shit right now. Why? I don't do this why? enough. Why? Because uh, there's, there's no hatred here, but I'm just – yeah. You're So you're trusting the film on Clark Phillips yes. and he's got length limitations, significant yes. length limitations. Because, because the length limitations but, don't show up on film very often. Like they don't really show up on film. Go ahead. But I like a defensive tackle who shows up and dominates you can on trust film. It. But has you, can trust your, you can trust your film. I, I trust my film. Uh, you were you giving me a hard film. time over text, right? I, I was, man. <laughs> hey, put it out in the universe, man. I, I don't like Kalaja Kansi on film. You love Kalaja Kansi on film. I, we see it differently. Just, That's all. He's just such a problem. Nobody can get low enough, and then he's just blowing. He's Joe, either, I, I've seen him the get power. The, I've seen him get displaced a lot at the point of attack, man. Like, yeah, there's going to be an occasion where Kalaja Kansi splits a gap because he's so damn athletic. There's no doubt. But I already knew that on film. I already knew he was a really good athlete. There was no question on that. I there was nothing though that I saw in in Mobile and in Mobile in Indianapolis from Kalaja Kansi that I was like, uh, you know what, he could play at the point of attack better than I thought. Why? Because now he has sub thirty one inch arms. Well, I, like, well, I, I had I had Cansey still. I didn't change my opinion on him based on the forty time you're in. I still had him as defensive tackle too. Joe, Joe there, there, I I didn't call you out because you're inconsistent with your opinion. I called you out because I disagree with you. Let's call it. Let's call it a healthy true. conversation, man. That's how the discussion. I know. I'm just I'm just giving you yeah, shit. I'm yeah. just giving you a hard time, uh, yeah. which we love to do. Talking about what these the safeties. Sorry. So I think something there's just exploded in here, man. There's a, com- there's a commotion going on in Indianapolis. <laughs> I did hear that, though. That was, that was very that loud. That was weird. That was weird. Talking about these safeties, though, Ryan, 
First, yeah. I just want to hit on Brian Branch really quickly. So he ran with the corners, and I know that he's a nickel guy. He runs a four five eight, which I think some people thought was slow. He has a 34.5-inch vertical, 10-foot, 5-inch broad at 6-foot, 190 pounds. I, I don't really – I kind of hate that he was with the corners. And I know that he played nickel a lot, but he's a he's a safety. He's a safety at the next level. He's a safety nickel. Yeah, like he, could, like he played – Almost exclusively in the nickel this year because Alabama, and he did last year too, because Alabama had Jordan Battle and they had DeMarco Hellums with their two starting safeties. Brian Branch would fill in at the nickel. And I, I, I made the, you remember I made the comp of the preseason. I just posted it on Twitter where I compared him to Minka Fitzpatrick, right? Don't you remember Minka was literally a nickel coming into the NFL, you know, but now he's eventually turned into a safety that can yeah. also play nickel. Like that's kind of how I see Brian Branch. And, I don't care at all about the the forty yard dash time. I could care less because he's not a he's not a guy that I'm playing at, at single high free safety and asking him to transition vertically and be able to show range over the top. He's a player that plays in tighter spaces, right? Like he's a guy. He's an incredible tackler. He's a guy that is incredible short area explosiveness. I. It, whether he ran a four four two or ran a four six two, I'd be like, oh, I don't care. That's not his game. His game is tight spaces, short spaces, tackling, and he does all those things really well. So he's a he's a day one nickel in my opinion. But end all be all, sort of like Minka, he's going to be a safety that like when you need him, you can put down in the slot. Like that's what I think Brian Branch is. So I I could care less about the forty. And he's somebody who kind of similar to Clark Phillips just looked really easy moving in these drills. The yes. safeties that were in the safety group were not allowed to talk about Daniel Scott because Ryan hates him. Uh, I don't we hate did, him. <laughs> hate. That's so we did get testing from two Illinois defensive backs who looked amazing uh, physically in terms of their testing numbers. Sydney Brown, yeah. five foot 10, 211 I, I, I th- pounds. I, th- I, th- I think one looked amazing in all the drills. One. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sydney Brown, five foot 10, 211 pounds, a little bit more stout. 447, 40 and a half inch vertical, 10 10 in the broad. To that point, I thought his feet looked good. I thought he transitioned well. I do see the lack of flexibility and hip mobility. That is definitely there. But his teammate, Jartavius Martin, was the best athletic tester out of, I think, any of the safeties who finished at 5'11, 194 pounds, 446, 44 inch vertical, which I believe is the best vertical we have right now. And then eleven foot, one inch broad. So both these guys crazy athletic, but we think that Jartavius Martin is the better player of the two based on how they both looked. Yeah, Jartavius Martin's a really interesting player because he played some outside for Illinois, but he played a lot in in the nickel, right? And would so it, it's really it, I think it's inconsistent of the Senior Bowl. I mean, of the Senior Bowl of the of the combine that we're making. Brian Branch play corner test with the corners because he played nickel, but Jatavius Martin, who played corner and nickel, is testing with the safeties. It was just a little yeah. inconsistent, but whatever. He's a very interesting player, though. I still need to finish up full film eval, but like he did a little bit of everything for Illinois, which is super interesting. Sidney Brown is he's a conundrum, I guess, is the best way to phrase it. I knew he was going to test well, Joe. I a hundred percent knew it. Because have you ever seen what that dude looks like? He that's all he does is Yo. work out. <laughs> like he's, <laughs> he's a you know, he's a little spark plug, man. Like he's 
built like a brick shithouse. And he is a dominant, dominant type of just like physical athlete. But I do think he's extremely tight. Like I saw him flip, try to flip his hips in the in the on field. I'm just like, man, that should not look like that, man. Especially because the role he played in Illinois' defense was he was down near the line of scrimmage a ton. He's playing in the slot a little bit. When you're that type of dude, you can't have hip tightness. You're playing in tight spaces. you got to move quicker in short areas. So I think he's a little weird, and he misses a lot of tackles. <laughs> so just some inconsistency. But to your point, someone's going to draft him high, in my opinion, probably top 100 most likely. Someone will probably take him in the third round because he is a really intelligent young man. He's very physical. He'll probably play special teams and do it really well. And he has upside as an athlete. Mm. I don't. I, but I think he's more athlete than football player right now. That, right. That's just my own thing. That's kind of where I sit on Sidney Brown because I, I haven't done a final grade on him, but I was excited with what he put on tape at the Senior Bowl. Like I saw a guy that covered a lot better than I was expecting. But to your points, if he can't tackle and he's missing a lot of tackles, that's yeah. a problem. But if I yep. draft in top around four – end around three and he's a really good special teams player for a long time. I think that's a great ad. It's a great ad yeah. to a roster. I don't disagree there. I don't disagree. I mean that there's a very important role, obviously for that type of player, mm-hmm. right? Like a special teams ace that can maybe give you some a semblance of production as a safety. Like, yeah, for sure. By the way, Joe, I know we already moved past him, but did you see what Julius Brent's three cone was? No. Did he just, uh, did I don't think it's on depend- NFL. I don't think it's on NFL.com, but Daniel Jeremiah just tweeted it, I think. What was it? Oh, Dane Brugler just tweeted it. Oh six, no, we do six, have it. Six six three. Dude, that is a really good three cone for a guy that That's top. It's, it's the best dude, that, three no. cone. Joe, that is not a good three cone it's for an a guy. It's an elite three cone. No, no, it's not an elite for that is an elite three cone for anybody, man. <laughs> not not I I think the record is six four eight. He's and got so, the S three cone at the at the um, at the combine. He also ran four oh five in the short shuttle, which is very good. Which is very good. Yes. Wow, man, this is. I again, I know that, we moved that, past, dude. That that three cone though, dude. That three cone is wildly good though. Like that an, is an sick. added note though for the uh, for the short area quickness. Clark Phillips had one of the better short shuttles with a four three two. He did not do the three cone though, which is weird. Um, Actually, the four three two is not great for him. I thought he was going to run faster. You thought he was going to do faster than you? You know who did have pretty good short stuff, which I know some people were disappointed, including myself, of Jalen Jones only running four five seven in the forty. Because you know I really like Jalen Jones. Jalen Jones though did have a six eight eight three cone at his size at six two two oh five, and a he was second third in the three in the short shuttle with four three flat. So he had a faster uh, short shuttle than Clark Phillips, who is significantly smaller than him. We've got a lot of really good athletes in this yes. corner group. We've got quarterbacks and receivers coming up tomorrow, Ryan, and I'm I can't wait to see Anthony Richardson light the world on fire, Ryan. I can't wait for it. At Joe DeLeon, at Rising Draft, hit subscribe. Make sure you come back for more combine coverage.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.